can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido. The Celtics fall 121-99 to the Bulls. In an ugly game, it was. I'll keep the front half of this super short because there are not a lot of positives. Uh, And instead, we'll talk about kind of where the Celtics land at this point in the season. Uh, but want to give player of the game to Kemba Walker. Uh, he, along with Evan Fournier, were the only two that really looked good tonight. The only two on the entire Celtics team that ended in double digits. Uh, but Kemba ended the night, 33 points, uh, four rebounds, three assists, 10 of 22 from the field, six of 13 from three. Pretty good shooting numbers. Uh, overall was the only one that, consistently was hitting shots. Uh, Evan Fournier had a scorching hot first quarter, first half, uh, and kind of fell off in the second. But Kemba Walker was the only one that played really well the entire night through. Uh, and that's honestly about it. You, know, you look at Evan Fournier, we'll talk on him. He started the game six of six from the field. And that was in the first quarter, I believe. Maybe like the first two minutes left in the second. Uh, End of the night, 7 of 11. So, again, 17 points on 7-11 shooting, pretty good numbers. Uh, But considering he had one make from like at least the six-minute mark in the second quarter on, not very good. I will say Kemba tonight, honestly, just over like the last six games, has looked unbelievable. Like Kemba is back. I know people are still very hesitant to say that, uh, but he's back. He's been shooting lights out. Shooting shooting numbers are significantly up. Uh, overall, he's just playing a really good basketball right now. Like really good basketball. Making making plays, making shots, dishing the ball, driving, getting to the hoop, getting to the free throw line, like everything, everything he used to do last year, which landed him in an all-star position, he's doing right now. The last three weeks for Kemba Walker have been outstanding. Tonight was no exemption of that, like seven of eight from the free throw line as well. Like I'm not I'm not just saying it to say it, but he is driving and getting to the line whenever he wants. And this is the Kemba that we need. The problem with tonight's game is that we can't just have Kemba. <laughs> like we have too talented of a roster and nobody else really showed up. So with that being said, I'm gonna transition, go straight into some of the negatives here. Uh and kind of talk about it because this is a big problem for the Celtics team. Yes, we didn't have Jalen Brown. Uh, We didn't have Time Lord, but that's really not an excuse. Like we're playing a a Chicago Bulls team that's 28 and 39 and they seem to kill us when we play them. We just don't match up with them well. I don't know. Or maybe just the effort's not there when we play them. I I don't know. 
but tonight just did not look good. Uh, nobody, nobody could get it going. And I'll start with Tatum. Like Tatum looked like he took the night off. Like he ended the night nine points, six rebounds, three assists on 38 minutes. Three of 15 from the field, 0 of 7 from three. Like this is the same Jason Tatum that has been scoring close to 40 freaking points a game. And it's just, it's ugly. Like, tonight was just an absolute no-show for Tatum. And when you're missing JB and Time Lord, like, you need guys to step up. Kemba did. Fournier played well, I think. Uh, but really, like, you just didn't get contributions from your other guys. Like, Tatum really struggled tonight. Tristan Thompson ended the night 8 points, 10 rebounds on three of seven shooting, but he's another guy that I think took way too many ill-advised shots tonight. Like, was just trying to do too much with the ball. And maybe that's needed in a game where absolutely nobody is hitting shots. Uh, But at that point, again, like, it's just, it's not a good look. Marcus Marr was another guy that really struggled. Uh, Four points, two of seven from the field, over four from three. Uh, you know, he did chip in other at other parts of the game. Eight rebounds, five assists. Again, like those those numbers are fine, but the scoring numbers need to change. When you have a game where you only have two players in double digits, you're gonna lose that game nine times out of ten. And that was the case tonight, and it wasn't just a loss, like we got blown out. Twenty two points to the Bulls. That is just ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Honestly, like, you look outside of Kemba and Fournier, the next highest guy as far as point totals go is Grant Williams. And I'm not going to say he played a a great game by any means, but he was a guy that was, you know, doing what he needed to do, got to the line, 4 of 4 from the line today. Was made, it was trying to drive and make plays. So at that point, like, you know, put your hands together. Like, Grant Williams was one of the top three guys tonight. Like, he played better than Tatum. I don't care. I'll say that. Jason Tatum ended with uh, minus tw- 22, which is just absolutely abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. But yeah, I mean honestly, it's it's tough. We just we didn't have money contributions. I think Neesmith came in with pretty good energy in the minutes that he played. He only played 13 tonight, which I thought was weird, but I mean, you look at the the rest of the team, Brad pretty much played everybody except for Shemi. Like Carson got time, Tremont, Romeo, Taco. Taco got minutes early, actually, which I thought was bizarre. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's an ugly, ugly game. Like the Celtics shot 40% from the field, 28% from three. And it just wasn't, it wasn't pretty. Like we gave up 121 points to the Bulls. And, you know, it, it, I hate to see it. Daniel Tice played pretty well, nine and eight. Vucevic. So this is the problem. Vucevic didn't even kill us tonight. 
Well, he had 18, 14, and 10. I guess that stat line's pretty insane. But like 7 of 16 didn't really have an unbelievable shooting night. But Kobe White absolutely torched us. Zach Levine torched us. 25 and 25. It's just, you're not going to win like that. Like they shot 43% from the field, 45% from three. These are the, these are the big differences. That's 17% difference in three pointers. Like you're going to lose games like that. <laughs> like that's the, that's it. That's how you lose games. Uh, it's just a, it's a tough ball game. You, up and down, the Celtics just didn't do much. Like one of the things I think we did pretty well with was get to the line, uh, but that's about it. It really, it's it's about it. They out rebounded us. They had four more offensive rebounds. We had five more turnovers. They had twenty points off of our turnovers, uh, and that's pretty much the ball game. That's pretty much the ball game. You look at it, this is a it's a tough night. And you look at the standings, like these are the games that you really need to win. Right now, like we were in that we were tied at 6 with the Miami Heat with the exact same record, barely avoiding the plan just because we had the tiebreaker against Miami. And now they're a game ahead of us and we're back into the 7 seed. So as of today, this playoff is a complete crapshoot. You know, one of the, I guess, the bright spots with this is Brooklyn just moved below Milwaukee into the three spot, which means as of right now, we're still facing Milwaukee like we were in the sixth seed. So whether or not that's a good thing, or I guess, is to be determined, but Right now, we're in a playoff, I mean, a play-in situation where we face Charlotte and hopefully keep our seventh seed. Like, you you just don't, you don't want to get put into that play-in situation at this point in the season. And at this point, with the way that the Celtics are playing, everything is up in the air. Like, you just don't know. Like, we're four and six in our last ten games. And that's coming right off of you know a six and six and zero stretch. It's just ugly basketball. It's ugly basketball, and you hate to see it because the Celtics are so much more talented than this. But right now, we're you know a very good chunk into the season, sixty seven games, and we have not played with a full roster once. There have still been zero minutes. With Kemba, Fournier, Tatum, Brown, Time Lord on the floor. And yes, I know I'm taking Smart out of the mix on that, but you look at like the best five scoring options, they have not played on the floor for a single minute. And that is a big problem going into the playoffs. Like you need as much continuity, as much rapport as you can get. And right now, this is just an ugly, ugly loss. One that we really, at this point in the season, can't afford. Like, our backs are against the walls. We need to win the next five games at this point to try and avoid this play-in situation. 
And honestly, if we can if we can do that, move up. Facing Brooklyn in the first round isn't the worst thing in the world. No one wants to face Brooklyn. Uh, but right now, Brooklyn is in a situation where they haven't been healthy either. James Harden missed a bunch of time. Kevin Durant missed a bunch of time. They don't really have any you know, fluidity together either. So as frustrating as frustrating as it is for Celtics fans, like the Nets are kind of in the same situation. Uh, the one difference is they're at the top of the standings, and we're not. And we're not. <laughs> uh, but at this point, that's what the Celtics need to do. Like we need to just try and get healthy. Time Lord Brad Stevens talked about it in the injury report before the game. He doesn't even know if we're going to see Time Lord this week. And that is scary. Like, turf toe is one of those things that can sit with you for a while. And you can't, we can't do that. Like, I've I've heard Ainge get a lot of shit for trading away Tice. And I get it. Like, it's, I, I'm a huge Tice fan. Didn't want him to go. But I get the business move. At the end of the day, you're trying to get under the luxury tax for a team that hasn't really performed. And again, the money makes it makes sense. I get it. But now the Time Lord's out, injured. We're right back to a situation where what are we going to do? And the Celtics, like, that's the, that's the question of the season. The Celtics just need to figure it out. They need to figure it out. So that's where we're going to wrap up. I'm going to keep this super short for you guys. Uh, but we've got, we've got a pretty big stretch of basketball coming up. Uh, and it all starts Sunday, Mother's Day, 1 o'clock Miami Heat. And that is going to be the first game of two against the Heat. We face them again on Tuesday. And these are going to be the two biggest games of the season for the Celtics team. Fully expecting JB to be back for those. Uh, well, fingers crossed, I guess I should say. Uh, but we need to start building some chemistry as a team. This is this is the turning point of the season. I'm not saying that if we win these games, the Celtics are going to go on a magical run and win the NBA Finals, but this is where it starts. Brad talked about it. Like our playoffs start now. It started already. Like we've got a we've got a battle back at this point in the season. So that's where we wrap up here. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. More importantly, tune in Sunday afternoon, Celtics Heat, in the first of two games. Try and win back that six seed. Avoid the plan. Have a good night, Celtics fans. Talk soon. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it now. I can't help it now. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.